Good morning, good morning, good morning. I pray all is well with you and your families. I pray you thank the Lord for waking you up on this morning because someone did not, someone will not. You all, we all must do better as parents. You know, I am truly looking back over the past six years of my life and I see where I neglected my children. Um, My oldest son was murdered. You know, um, I was in school, medical school for medical billing and coding. He was murdered. And then my daughter had a suicide attempt, so I had to let school go. And um, I tell you the truth, you know, I can see where I messed up as a mom within these last six years. Like, I should have done better. You know, um, I had been away from the church since I was a little kid. So when I went back to church as an adult, I still was a babe in Christ. Although I had a personal relationship with the Lord, I was still a babe in Christ. Um, Because I had been out of, you know, church from the age of 15 up until the age of 36, I mean, 37, you know, after my son was killed because he was killed two days before my birthday. And, um, Jesus, you know, I'm just really reflecting and, and, but I see where I've gotten better within the last year. But at the end of the day, like I've got to do more, you know, um, my daughter, she's doing well. My younger son, he's doing well, but our relationship is not as strong as it was before, you know, my oldest son was murdered. And when I got back into church, we all got back in, we all got into church, you know, it was me and my family, right? But like, I made the mistake of putting the church in church events before my children you all like I'm sitting up I'm looking back on my life and I'm realizing like from 2018 up until 2021 I put church before my children and the worst part is you all like when it came back to me I remember my daughter saying, Mama, that church always doing events because I was always like, I'm going to church to do this, to volunteer for this, to volunteer for that. You all, I'm telling you the truth. There's no way in the world you can put more effort and time into a church building and volunteering and helping other people than you can for your own family. I need you all to hear me on this morning. I can see where I messed up and I can see it so clearly. I put the church volunteering and and I got to say before my children, you all. And it's like every time I try to reach out to my kids, like at this point, they're like, Mama, are you serious? Or are you going to tell us you got to do something for church again? Are you serious or are you going to tell us you got to do something for church again? Jesus. 
you know, once you catch the revelation of where you've messed up as a parent because you put some church stuff before your own children and then your whole family gets torn apart again, just like it did when your son was first murdered, but it was because of you this time. You can't blame people that killed your son and brought all of this on your family. It was your own fault because you put church before your children who needed you. You, you, you thought that if I do this work for the Lord, you know, my family's going to be okay. And that was not the case. My family got torn apart all over again because I put some church and events volunteering at church before my own children, my living children. You know, God has been dealing with me about this because there's so many people in the church on today and you're saying your family is torn apart, but yet you are at every church event. You're always at the church, but you're never with your family. That is why your family is torn apart. There has to be balance, people. There has to be balance. We've got to start putting our families back in this thing. We have sat up here and played church and we've made it like, oh, the church is our family. When your blood relatives that live in your home are being neglected because every time you open your mouth, you're like, well, there's another event and we got a text message and we got to go buy clothes to you know, attend this event and they want us to be, you know, in, at this meeting and, um, you know, we're doing this and that and your family like, but what about us? What about what the family need? Like, I need some attention. I need help with homework. You know, right now I'm struggling mentally. I just need you to listen to me, mama. I just need you to, you know, like we, we have messed up, but I am woman enough and mature enough to see where I have erred by listening to the church. You know, this false doctrine of if you take care of God's house, you know, God will take care of your house. But the thing is, like, what is God's house? You know, like when all of your money starts going to the church, but yet you can't do anything for yourself. All of your money's going to the church, but you can't do anything for your children. All your money's going to the church, but you always have an excuse on why your bills are late. All of your money going to the church, but you can't even go to this same church and ask help for your utility bill or your uh or your rent. You know, I, I just you all God been dealing with me about this because I'm not against the church and I love the assembling. I do. But many of us have being lied to and this is the truth we're sitting up here thinking oh if we volunteer all the time we'll make it to heaven that's a lie from the pits of hell because understand you cannot go to heaven by your works truth faith without works is dead but you're not making it into heaven just because of your works what you all need to understand is this i could have been honestly <laughs> i'm not even against muslims because they pray five times a day like they got a better prayer life than so-called Christians. But they believe that if you do works and do good deeds, you can make it into heaven. But that is not how you make it into heaven. You've got to have salvation through Jesus Christ. You volunteering not go get you into heaven. 
Your face being plastered on every billboard not going to get you into heaven. Your face being in every picture for photo ops not going to get you into heaven. I need you all to hear me on this morning because this is a noun word from the Lord. You know, many of you can't hear what God is saying because you're too busy listening to what your pastor is saying. Understand what the Lord has for your pastor to do is not the same assignment for you. I need you all to hear me on today. The vision that the Lord gave your pastor is not the same vision that the Lord gave you. You you all need to hear me and hear me well. You know, see, too often the pastors will give you this vision statement and then, you know, you believe in the vision statement more than a pastor. My God from Zion. Like when you sit up here and really live out the vision statement and your own pastors are not living out the vision statement, it makes them look bad because this is a person in the congregation. This is a follower of Christ who is actually living what she's saying or what he is saying. You understand? But yet your own pastor is not even living the way that they should be living. My God from Zion. I'm a Kuni No one wants to talk about holiness. I'm a Tennessee. No one wants to talk about a man and a man should not be sleeping together. A woman and a woman should not be sleeping together. Why? Because nine times out of 10, your pastor has probably slept with another man or his wife has probably slept with another woman and they sit up here and do orgies and they live a lifestyle where everybody just sitting up here fornicating, doing a bunch of orgies, sleeping with whoever, whenever. I'm talking about, I don't think you all hear me. If you have a pastor who think it's okay for you to be 40 and 50 and sleeping with a 20 year old girl or male, when you know them people are not even mature enough to know anything, they haven't been through anything enough in life, you need to run away from that pastor because that's nasty, it's manipulation, it's a perverted mind. You understand? Because anybody older that wants to sleep with people that are just seriously younger than them, 20 years younger than them, they are perverted. That is a perverted lifestyle. I would not even want my children near them, and I wouldn't want to be near them either. You know, you all need to start paying more attention to the words that come out of your pastor's mouth. You need to find out if it's Bible or if it's their emotion or if they secretly telling you about their lifestyle and their sexual desires. Because I'm telling you, all of these things happen. See, I am an active listener. I pay very close attention to the words that come out of people's mouths because they sit up there and tell on themselves. They be wanting people to be fools and not understanding what they're saying when I can hear and I can hear you clearly, my God from Zion. You know, there are so many people in the church and then they left the church during COVID and every pastor want to talk about how many people left the church talking about the statistics, but what y'all fail to realize the people that stayed in the church are the same people that were playing church and they haven't been converted. They're still fornicating. They're still drug addicts. They're still alcoholics. They haven't changed at all, but the people who left the church have changed. Why? Because they can see through the bull crap. They can see through the manipulation. They can see through the games. They can see through the shenanigans. They can see through the three ring circus. Let's talk about that. You know, yeah, I was talking about people who left the church. I'm with you, but the people who left the church can see the church clearly now, and they can see that the whole time God wanted us to get a closer relationship with Him, not the pastor. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. How the pastor go be rich, but the congregation living in poverty? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I can see so clearly now. How is it that you always got to give to the pastor, but the pastor can't give you nothing? The church can't give you nothing? And I'm saying pastor because everybody want to holler. I'm the pastor of this church. I'm the overseer of this church. Well, let you start taking accountability for being the pastor and the overseer and the shepherd 
what other word? The angel of the house. Start taking accountability. You have failed the people just as much as you have failed God. You know, I tell you the truth. Too many people in the church love titles. Pastor this, pastor that. But what are you doing for the people? Besides exalting yourself, wanting people to follow you. You want people to follow you, but ain't nobody being converted. I kind of want to say Follow you so you can say you got so many followers, but nobody's being converted. I'm going to say follow you so you can say you got all these views on your social media uh, videos, but ain't nobody being converted. How do we know? Look at what's going on in the United States. We got too many people living for the world and not enough people living for Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, you all this morning. The Lord wants you all to know the Spirit of the Lord. Welcome with them to have an ear. Let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. It is time for you to go into your quiet place with the Lord and listen to his instruction for your life. There is nothing wrong with going to church. I'm not against the church. But when you put the church before your children and your marriage, you need to reevaluate and you need to balance. And that's just the whole truth. Because that is what the Lord has been having me do within this last year. I've had to read the Bible more, pray more, get closer to him, work on me. So when me and my children do get back together, they can see that I have truly changed for the better. Because I messed up as a mother putting the church before my children. It wasn't that I was putting God before my children. I put the church before my children. We sit up here and lie to ourselves and say that we're doing this for God. Jesus, help us on today. But now that we know better, we must do better. I pray you all enjoy your day and things will get better in time. But we must do our part. We must want to do better. God doesn't force himself on anyone. But just know he loves you. You know, we've got to pray for the Lord to heal our hearts and heal our minds from people who have hurt us or just from Jesus, just from life circumstances. Because as a suicide survivor, a domestic violence survivor, I've overcome so many things, rape, molestation as a child. So the fact that I'm even alive on today is a blessing. But I've got to do more and I've got to do better when it comes to my children and my grandchildren. And I see that so clearly now. And the church is mad because I'm not following for the okie doke anymore. I'm not following for the manipulation. Yes, I came back as a babe in Christ, but I left back a giant in the spirit. See, where I'm at in the spiritual realm now, these people can't see me. They can't touch me. And that's what has them upset too, because my relationship with God is so much closer now than it ever has been in before. Like my strength in God, because I'm telling you, when I am weak, he is strong. I got a little so. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. I tell you the truth. And understand that God will heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. Just allow him in to heal you. You got to understand if you are suffering from any type of infirmity, you've got to get your heart right. Let go of all bitterness, strife, 
and anger. Let go. Let go of all bitterness, strife, and anger. Let go of all bitterness, strife, and anger so you can heal from the infirmities because understand that by Jesus' stripes you are healed, but you've got to believe and receive that by Jesus' stripes you are healed. I have been healed and delivered from mental illness and by the grace of God because I suffered from severe depression and anxiety died and God put breath back in my body. So just know that I know the power and the resurrection power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just know that if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. I was delivered from sexual addiction. So understand if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. So if you all wonder why I talk so hard and why I'm so passionate about it, I know what the Lord can do because I am a walking, living testimony in the flesh. I'm And as much as I walk in the spirit, I have to tame my, okay, my flesh. What I I have to fast and pray. I have to fast and pray. And it's just the whole truth. Because my addiction was sex with men, not women. It was just men, men, men. That was my addiction. That was my addiction. Many people don't want to talk about the sexual addiction, but yet you got people that sneak and watch porn all the time. You got people that are will sleep with any and everything. But you don't think you have an addiction? My God. You know, I I tell you the truth. They always want to talk about drug addicts and alcoholics. But let's talk about your sexual addiction, sir. Let's talk about your sexual addiction, ma'am. They don't want to talk about the sexual addictions in the church because half of the pastors are suffering from what? Sexual addiction. They are what? Porn watchers. You hear me? They watch porn. They fornicate with people in the, in, in the congregation. They commit adultery with little side chicks in the congregation. Have a whole bunch of concubines and little side pieces in the church. And then the new women that come into the church, all the old women in the church, older members get mad at the newer women because they obviously know that this pastor wants to sleep with everything new that comes in the church. So then all of a sudden you become a target against all the women in the church. And all you did was show up. <laughs> It's funny. People tell on themselves and the pastor and have the church work. Walk into a church and become a target all because you walked in. In enough time, got to show you exactly what's going on in that church, how they sleep with one another or do oral sex or whatever it is that they do with one another. So you became a target because they figured every time a new female come in, he want her. So he go on this one too. You know, it's just crazy. Sit back, wait for a watch and pray. God will show you everything in one day. No lie. I pray you all enjoy your day. I truly do.